Hey, hey, hey. Um, you guys probably hear an echo, or you probably hear an echo because um, I am actually uh, in a different space today. So it's probably why you may hear a bit of like I'm in the hallway, but I'm actually not in um, a hallway. But nevertheless, I'm on here um, to share something with you. Um, we're just really going to have a conversation. Um, and it's a really good conversation. Uh, the conversation that um, I want to share with you, I don't really want to give it a title yet. Uh, I'm just going to just start talking. So um, if this is your first time ever listening to me, my name is Cami Knight uh, with A Higher Love. And... Um, a higher love is really just a, another way for saying um, unconditional love. It's really the true essence of what love really is. Um, it's the kind of love that I have um, always felt connected to. It's the kind of love that God is um, from my truth. And it is that love that's been placed inside of me. I believe it is that kind of love that's been placed inside of everyone. I also believe that um, along the way, we uh, get buffered from that truth. Um, we come into the world of different um, fears and beliefs and a lot of... Um, childhood traumas or our past experiences and a lot of that gets mixed up in the pot in our system and um we sometimes for me i'll just speak for me um i thought i was those things okay um a lot of the 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 uh scars that i grew up with or beliefs that i grew up with or perspectives that I had about myself um, was not uh, uh, the divine alignment or the truth of who I was. Um, I've always had this truth knowing that I was loved by God. Um, I, I grew up in church all my life and I used to hear the Bible stories about um, how Jesus loved you. And I wasn't necessarily, it wasn't something that I needed convincing. It wasn't something that I needed convincing. It was something that I already knew. I knew that I was loved. I love the stories of Jesus. I knew that I was loved and I knew that who I was didn't need validation, acceptance or approval. I knew that in the truth, the truth of me. Um, but I believe over time, unconsciously, um, I forgot that part of me. Or there was a part of me that went along with those ideologies of certain agreements that I had, certain experiences that I had in my past. Um, and uh, it really was a matter of me uh, on the journey that I went on about five years ago. Um, uh, the journey that I went on with God, 
um, my life was uh, felt beyond repair. It was very broken. And um, I remember feeling many of nights uh, for years, for years, for years, for years, having sleepless nights, having anxiety, feeling very, very low about myself, but still having that light in me, still having that joy in me, still having that fulfillment, still having that happiness in me, still having that cami, jovial, resiliency, joy, magic, still having that feeling in me, but really it being dulled and dumbed down by the beliefs that I carried within myself. And a lot of the wounds of, uh, and scars that I thought were me. And um, having the, those experiences in my life, um, I was trying to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. And I was just like, God, like, what, what is it? Why, why is it that my life isn't, isn't um, why do I not have peace? Why do I not have joy? You know, I did all these things that everybody told me that I should do. You know, I'm doing my, my best. I would consider myself a pretty good person. <laughs> Had all these things that I said, but, but, but my life really felt like a tornado had hit and um I always knew that something was tapping at my heart for a very 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 long time um but I didn't know the the severity of it I didn't know how important that it was that God was tapping at my heart for a long time um but I believe everything happens for a reason um, I had a lot of doubt within myself. There were things that I saw as a little kid. There were gifts that I had that I didn't really share with anyone. Um, I have the gift of, of seeing people. Um, when I, when I say see people, like I can see you, but I can actually see the pain that you're carrying. Um, I also have the gift of, of, seeing people, um, loved ones who have crossed over. Um, so I have the gift of tele, uh, tell, I have a telepathic gift of not only being able to, um, translate what some people are thinking, but I'm also able to translate, um, from the other side when someone, when they want to step forth and speak to a particular loved one or, or, um, or, or someone. So um, I've always known that I, that I had that gift. I've always known that there was something about me that was different. And I accepted that. I knew that and I accepted that. I knew that and I accepted that, right? Um, I think I did that, that switch kind of just sort of turned off because I thought what was more important um, was uh, making $65,000 a year <laughs> and, um, you know, making sure that I could take care of myself and, you know, all of the, um, um, teachings that you hear growing up, you know, I was very, very consumed in that very, very consumed in a lot of other things of who I, of what, and who I thought I had to be. Um, I had many insecurities as far as that I definitely have overcome a whole lot of them. Uh, but many insecurities that I had of not feeling smart enough, not being, um, just not being enough, which was totally the total opposite. Um, 
And so, and so, and so on that, on that journey of five years ago, when just my life was just not good. It was, it, it left, met me at a place where I, um, I knew things had shifted. Um, but it was like an earthquake had hit. And that was when I went to God and I knew that, um, I, God was getting ready to change my life. I just didn't know how. And as I went on the journey, um, talking to God, that's when God spoke to me. Um, a few things personally of what God was going to do in my life and uh, how God was going to um, just elevate me and not only elevate me, but um, was going to expand me quickly. And I met. And that those five years was really a matter of me letting go a lot of the layers of of carrying the 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 so many beliefs that were not me. Okay. And so on that journey, as I began following that voice, um so did the layers of my physical weight start falling off. Now, if you've been following me, you know that I have I've been on a journey of uh losing the in, uh losing the physical weight and also I recognize that as I begin healing from the internal layers, so did my physical weight follow. And I was noticing a connection with my body and my spirit, my emotions and all of that. I was noticing that it was a connection that I had to be connected with myself and connected to God and that I really had to move away what the world was saying. I had to move away um, from a lot of a lot of the world system, who I thought I was and and all of this stuff I had to follow. And simply put, I had to follow the voice of God. Um, or obey the voice of God, adhere to that. Because um, I have my way, so I thought, you know, well, this not make sense, God. <laughs> I want to do it this way. This way sounds better. This way feels better. And I can't tell you how many times I have, um, in my mind, thought that things were, I can make things better um by making these decisions so i would just jump and do stuff like yeah i'm making things better um it looks better <laughs> and there was something in my spirit that was not settled and that's when god had to really just like stop everything you know Really just show me. And when I say God stopped everything, um, God had presented the opportunity um, by showing me uh, uh, the trouble that was going on in my life. And I was so on autopilot of trying to accomplish these goals and these um, all of all of the things, quote unquote, that I thought I had to be and I thought I had to create. And there was so much fear um, 
and layers behind all of that of who I thought I had to be when God had a totally different perspective and outlook on me and on my life. And I always, like I said, I always knew that. I always felt that. But all along the way, I put my trust more in the systems. I put my trust more in the fears that I put, packed on. I put my trust in more of all of those things than putting my trust in the God that made me. Putting my trust in source. Putting my trust in who I divinely, innately am. Um, here's another thought. I, I believe that uh, I was sent here for that. I believe I was sent here to be a light to the world. I believe I was sent here to shift the consciousness of people on earth. Um, for those who are listening, for those you know who are who are whoever I'm, is meant to hear, <laughs> I do believe that. I do believe that because on that faithful day five years ago, when I sat in the car and really cried out to God, and God spoke to me directly, personally. And showed me everything, literally showed me everything, showed me all of, when I say everything, not, you know, every day or every single thing, but really just showed me all of the beliefs that I had picked up and the scars and the insecurities and um, brought back to my memory, things that I totally forgot about. And I was like, wow, God, you saw that too? <laughs> just brought back to my memory of, of, you know, all the way back to when I was a child. And even before then, before then, I've seen other things. Um, and uh, showed me who I divinely was. And in showing me who I divinely was, um, also spoke some other personal things into my life and what was getting ready to happen. And good things. But the thing is, for me, the challenge that I had with myself was trusting um, the challenge that I had with myself was trusting. Uh, I, I, I knew very little. Or was, it was not instilled in me to trust God, to, to, trust, <laughs> to trust that system, <laughs> the kingdom of God, that consciousness. It was very, um, that kind of thing was not encouraged really in, in my home. Uh, it was, I came from a, a family of hard workers. I came from a family of, of, you know, just doing their best and, um, doing their best, just doing their best. I'm gonna say that again, doing their best. I don't regret anything. I believe that my parents were and are, my father's no longer here, but I believe my um, parents were the absolute best parents in the world in my world <laughs> everybody has scars right everybody has everybody has it um i also experienced a lot of fears and i also didn't really see uh an example per se of um fully trusting god um, they were human just like anybody else. And um, the battle that I was having on my journey was that very thing. 
um, was to trust God. As I've said before, I can't tell you how many times I have said, God, this way, your way is not working. So what I'm about to do is... (laughs) I'm about to do X, Y, and Z because your way is not working. <laughs> um, and every time I chose that, I found myself right back to that very place where God spoke to me and told me what to do. And I knew that this time around, I had to adhere to it because I ran my own self-low. Can you, can you recall a time <laughs> or more than one time where you have ran yourself low? Like, I'm tired of myself. <laughs> I've been like, you know what? I'm tired of myself. You ever been like that? And it's okay, right? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I've learned in the journey how to make, uh, not make, but how to allow that part of me to just allow that part to be. The frustrating part, the part that I just want to just hurry up and make quick decisions. The part's like, yeah, God, like this taking too long. Yeah, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. I'm about to make this happen because I know the better decision. (laughs) I know the better choice, right? And it it worked temporarily. It worked for so long. But it left me back in the place. Let me just follow what God is leading me to do. Let me just follow. Let me just trust. Because clearly, I don't know what I'm doing. The fear in me just wants to just make decisions just to feel good. Can we be honest? The fear in us wants to just make decisions just to make decisions. Right? Am I right? Right? Our anger, which is rooted in fear, wants to make the decision. And be like, this ain't working. Let's just let's just do something. <laughs> That's what that fear does. Instead of just resting. And so I have cultivated and learned over time just to rest. Sure, I get frustrated. Sure, I get impatient. Oh my gosh. It doesn't negate the fact that I'm not impatient at times. It doesn't negate the fact that I don't get frustrated. It doesn't negate the fact that sometimes I cry. It doesn't negate the fact that I'm just like, just forget this. It doesn't negate that. It doesn't negate those moments. And I'm okay with those moments. But I also know the truth. I also know the truth. And I lean into that 
And I believe that. I just lean into it every day. Um, I think that social media doesn't do a good job at um, reaching the hearts of people. I think social media does more of a job of just showing the a real of someone's life, which is not really the real R E A L of someone's life. Even for me, like when I post things, I do my best to be transparent. I don't, you know, air air all of my laundry. <laughs> but there are parts of me that are is transparent, but I still don't share every part of you with me because that's an intimate part of me that I keep to myself. Even though I share, right? I mean, even though I'm transparent, there are still parts of me that I fully don't expose. Because that's just between me and God, right? But still the message that I know that God allows me to share or I feel led to share, I know reaches the hearts of people. So it's it, on, on my journey, I've under, I understand and I've understood to simply follow God's voice. And it's not to say that that that, that will always be easy to, to the mind or that will always come with an easy um, with it being easy. Meaning that you might have struggles in your mind of saying, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. And that's okay. But still follow God's voice. That's all I can tell you. I don't know what the end is going to be for you. And that's okay. I don't know what the end is going to be for you. But I do know that in following God's voice, it is the best for you. This I do know from personal experience. I am a testament of telling you that I didn't have it all together. There were times when I was clenching on, holding on to what I wanted to hold on to. When God was saying, let go. I don't know how it unfolds. I don't know. And I really don't care. (laughs) I really don't care. I don't care how it unfolds. I don't care. Because the freedom that I have found in letting go is where the joy is. So I don't really care how the outcome happens. Or how it unfolds. I only care. About following God's voice. Sure. Once again. I battle. With being impatient. I battle with being frustrated. I battle with. I battle with saying. Man. This is for the birds. (laughs) But I know. In my spirit the truth. And so I heed to that over anything. I heed to that over anything. And that is what I believe is where 
we should be. To a place of trusting without controlling. Out of fear. Are you following me? To a place of trusting without controlling out of fear. When, you, when that happens, there's a lot of uh, heaviness and rigid, and you really can't hear the flow of God. You really can't. When you are rigid, you can't flow. That stuff has to go. Release layer by layer. Yeah. If you get caught up in so much of the outcome... You're caught up in um, so much of that where you become consumed in that, thinking that that is the answer to your joy or that is the answer and it's not. Get lost in just simply trusting, just simply being. Get lost in simply trusting and simply being. And understand that the mistakes are going to come. Understand that the frustration is going to come. It's okay. Accept it. Doesn't that feel better? Accept it instead of resisting it. Just accept it. Just accept where accept where you are. Accept the feelings. Accept the feeling. Accept the fear. Accept it. When you reject it, um, there, it can create so much um, condemnation. Yeah. When you reject it, it can create so much judgment. So just accept it. Accept it. Accept it. Let it flow through you. Accept the feeling. Be mindful of it. Right? That's a power that we have. Being mindful of it. Being mindful of it is simply being aware of it. Sometimes in practicing that, we can think that it is who we are, but it's not. So simply being aware of it, not forcing it to leave, simply being aware of it, right? Doing what you can to allow it to pass, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that looks like for you, as long as we're not harming ourselves and not harming others, right? Whatever that looks like for you in a place of uh, of transparency without harming right creating that space within you is very very beneficial i need you to know that that it's okay to feel bad it's okay to feel afraid it's okay to have negative thoughts it's okay to feel impulsive it's okay that you made mistakes it's okay people don't want to admit that they would they don't want to they don't want to admit that oh my god make mistakes oh my god i effed up or oh my god like 
Oh my God. <laughs> Accept them. I'm angry right now. Accept that. That's so healthy for you. I'm angry right now. I'm angry right now. I'm frustrated right now. I feel worthless right now. I don't feel enough right now. I want to quit right now. I, I don't. I don't want to be here anymore right now. Okay. Sit with yourself with those thoughts. Right. They're just thoughts. They're thoughts, but don't allow it to consume you. I pray, and it is my, I'm speaking it over your life now, that you will not allow them to consume you, but to understand that it is okay to make mistakes. It is okay to have error. It is okay to quote-unquote sin. It is okay. Listen to me. It is okay that you missed the mark. It is okay that you made a mistake. It is okay that you are not perfect. You will never be perfect. You are not wired to be perfect. Perfect is a unrealistic even in the spiritual world. There's no such thing as perfection in a sense of performance. Are you following me? Are you understanding me? I want you to hear that really, really clearly. In religion, there's a lot of red tape. Hear me clearly. There's a lot of red tape on making a mistake, doing something wrong. It's just you. It just simply put, my uh, our daughter has said this. Uh, 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 was it yesterday or the other day? She had asked me a question about what is sin, and I said it, it's simply, babe. Like, it, no, she said this. She said, "Mommy, is it just a, a just a lack of not being uh, conscious or not being conscious of?" Um, she she worded it so perfectly, but it's basically simply not being conscious or not being uh, being conscious of of who you really are and making choices um, that doesn't bring about more light but brings about more of the fear brings about more of that uh, shadow part of you it's making that choice so it's a lack of consciousness of knowing who you divinely are. That's really what it is. But I think that so much of the red tape of saying you sin means you're a bad person. So it really makes you feel low and very uh, sad about your esteem. About, about who you divinely are. You're so caught up in the... The uh, um, there's so much um, being caught up in the logistics of things and not a level of tapping into being mindful of and being awakened consciously of the love that rests within you. There's more emphasis on 
the performance. There's more emphasis on the um, legalism. There's a lot of emphasis on you have to do things this way. And I have beaten up myself so many times because I didn't quote unquote perform according to what man says of how things should be or the ideal of how of how man says things should be and so there's a disconnection between our connection with God because our mind sometimes is wrapped up in the idealist idealism or the fear or or our interpretation based off of what we've been taught based out of fear of who God is are you following me and so whenever we come across making a mistake or having a bad thought or doing something that 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 harms us that's not the best that's that doesn't really um um serve our highest good in its true form you know we we're so caught up in trying to Make it right. Make it right. Make it right. You're already whole. When we try to make things right, and what I mean by that is making things right in a sense of coming from a place of I'm not enough. Coming from a place of, um, oh, I messed up. How do I make it right? I'm not enough. How do I... How do I become enough? Instead of, it's, 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 a, it's a level, it's a shifting of consciousness of tapping into who you already are. Who you already are. And detaching from the, your, 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 your identity and what you do or what you've done and what you do or what you've done. Are you following me? There's so much uh, uh, distraction in that when God is saying, Spirit is saying, just who you are, just the essence of you. Just the essence of you, how you are naturally wired, loved, you are loved, just your mere existence. If I could just keep it as simple as that, your mere existence. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for being here. And then clearing away all the other stuff. Knowing that that stuff will come, right? Knowing that that other stuff that I mentioned earlier will come. But being mindful of what I just told you. And that, my friend, was my encounter that I had. That knowing, that truth, that light, that that encounter that I had with spirit is in all of us. But we get consciously tuned into the other stuff. And what I'm here to share with you is that the other stuff will come. 
It, it will come. It will come. But what I have personally encountered and what I know to be true is to not be fooled by that stuff. To not be wavered, even though you might be wavered, but to not let it last long. It can have you all jacked up when that isn't the truth of who you are. And when you know that you're just your very existence, your very existence of you just being, existing in your existence, just your existence alone, you're worthy of nothing. You're worthy of it all. And that is what I have personally encountered my experience with God. I was going to share something else with you. Um, But I believe that um, this is what I was supposed to share. That's all. I also want to just mention that I will be having a um, a workshop on November 20th um, at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I'll be sharing with, with you on the one-day workshop. Um, it will be very concentrated on a particular topic um, about healing the little girl or the little boy within us. Um, So I'll be sharing more information about that. But a lot of what we are carrying is because of the story that we keep repeating to ourselves from what we experience as children, from from our sense of identity of who we thought we had to be as children. And sometimes we're carrying around a wounded child And when we heal that child within us, we see the spark that's always been there. If you can go all the way back to when you were a child, when there was judgment wasn't really a thing where you just um, were very whimsical and magical and loving or whatever you were just naturally wired, um, how you are naturally wired that how that that became um, tampered along the way, right? Um, You know, societal views, what what someone told us or what a teacher might have told us, what we might have experienced, what we might have saw, what we might have misperceived. And so on the workshop, it's about, I'm going to be sharing with you tools and we're going to do some exercises It's about taking those layers off and seeing what's underneath that. Because what's underneath that is that spark that's still in you. And but sometimes the, the, the girl, the little girl or the little boy within us wants to set us free or wants to be set free. But sometimes we still have a hold on that past or hold on that story. Or hold on those wounds or hold to the, that, those labels. 
and we consume ourselves in other things, other addictions, other people, thinking, you know, spewing that energy off into our wounds, into other things and other forms. But when you heal that voice, when you heal that little girl, when you heal that little boy, you will find the layers that will fall off of you. And oftentimes the things that we are praying for, that we desire, is wrapped up in um, the things that we need to let go of. I know. You're like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. If I'm praying for something, (laughs) if I'm praying for something, or if I'm healing something, why are you telling me to let go? Ah, ha, ha. (laughs) That's why attending the workshop is really going to help. Um, so I'm excited to share that with you. Also, we'll be um, doing a 12-month program um, next year at the top of the year. Um, Heal Your Heart's Disease, where we focus on healing the physical weight um, and how it's tied to healing the internal weight. And, um, yeah, I was sharing with you my personal story. You know, if you, if you don't know by now, I've lost over on this journey I have lost over 70 pounds. I know, I know, right? <laughs> Something that I've, I've struggled with, uh, I would say, mm, since middle school, really. Since Well, during that time, it was junior high. Um, anyway, uh, since, since, junior, since junior high, middle school. And who knew that that was tied to things that I was carrying? So I'm very passionate about that, deep in my spirit, deep in my soul. So passionate about sharing this content with you. It's a 12-month program. The reason why it's a 12-month program is because your girl dives deep. And I literally hold your hand. Um, well, not literally, but you know what I mean. It's like I'm holding your hand through this whole process of healing the internal weight and also healing the external weight. So it's a self, um, self-paced um, uh, process where you're going through uh, the different modules, the different videos where I am teaching the different modules, the different lessons. And uh, we meet twice a month and you would also meet with me personally once a month going over each module or each topic, okay? Um, And of course, I always have Q and A's and questions. So I'm very passionate about it. I, like I said, the 12 month is intentionally. I believe the 12 months is, are needed because I die deep and I know where, where, where you need healing in. Um, I've been where you've been. I'm also very intuitive and uh, listen to the spirit of God of how it leads me. So that's what that's all about. Not only are you going to heal the internal, but we're also going to heal the external. And I'm looking forward to it. So workshop coming November 20th. And also um, Heal Your Heart's Disease coming at the top of next year. So I'm excited. (laughs) Very, very excited. That's all I got, you guys. You can definitely write me um, if you have any questions or comments, any takeaways, anything like that. You can definitely reach me on my website, www.caminight.org. Um, or my email, um, a higher love at caminight.com. All right. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in.